Learning to ride a bike without training wheels is a huge developmental milestone. I mean, I don't know about you, but I'll never forget um, the day that I learned how to ride a bike. Uh, I just remember feeling so much confidence and just, it was just a fun experience for me and I felt just so accomplished after I uh, mastered that skill. Uh, and we recently taught my five-year-old how to ride a bike uh, without training wheels. And I wanna share with you, you know, what worked for us as well as some practical tips for curbing our own anxiety as parents so that we don't pass that on to our kids because I experienced a lot of anxiety um, as you know she was starting to take the wheel and you know ditch her training wheels and all the falling was happening I mean it was a lot um, so I'm going to share with you some of the things that I recommend and what worked for us uh, so let's dive in Hi, hello, and welcome back to my channel. If you are new here, I am Dr. Jasmine. I'm a clinical psychologist as well as a mom of two girls. And around here, we love to talk about all things positive parenting, child development, as well as you know how to keep our own sanity as parents. Um, so I am so excited to dive into this episode. This is gonna be a special one. I'm excited to kind of share some behind the scenes. So if you are watching on or listening on podcasts, I should say, um, you're gonna get a better viewer, viewer experience on YouTube because I'm going to be including some b-roll throughout this video um, because we filmed as my daughter was learning um, these skills and she was super excited like to be the teacher and to help other kids <laughs> uh, so this is a special video for us uh, but before we dive into the video I just want to say that after watching this video you should take my free two-minute quiz uh, it's designed to help you figure out what's your unique parenting style and then it gives you tailored tips based on your results so I actually send you a, re a report both written and a video report breaking down your results as well as giving you practical tips on how to increase cooperation and connection with your little one so it's fun it's free and it only takes two minutes to complete so you can go to the mompsychologist.com forward slash quiz to take my free parenting style quiz all right, let's dive into the video. So one of the common questions that get gets asked when it comes to teaching your child how to ride a bike is what age is best? Like when should I even be starting this? Here is the golden rule. You don't wanna force this onto your child. So you definitely wanna look for signs and cues and you can bring it up with, to them to kind of assess out whether or not they're interested, but you wanna look for signs that they are interested, they're motivated to learn because you don't want to force this onto them. Uh, from a developmental perspective, typically kids have enough of the motor skills to be able to ride a bike without training wheels around five or six. But of course, huge caveat, every kid is so different. There's no real magical age at which they should be riding a bike. So you just want to, you know, take your unique child into consideration. You can obviously approach them with the idea. You can show them pictures of little ones, you know, riding a bike. You can show them videos, read books about it, which I'm going to talk about one book that really, really helped us <laughs> uh, prepare for the journey. But you can kind of introduce these things just like how I recommend with like, let's say, Another developmental milestone like potty training you can kind of warm them up assess out you know how ready they are but you definitely don't want to be forcing this onto them 
Now, if they're on the younger side and you're like, I definitely know they're not developmentally ready to start, but should I be doing certain things now to get them ready? One of the common recommendations is to get a balance bike. So it's a bike that doesn't have any uh, pedals and they, and they are, you know, it helps them with balancing on the bike. Uh, we got one for our girls when they were around two, three-ish, but they never took to it, unfortunately. They didn't they have any interest <laughs> in riding that thing. They're like, where, where are the pedals? What's going on? I don't understand this. And they just never were really in interested in it. So we ended up buying them a bike with training wheels. Uh, I'll go ahead and link the bike that we got them. Um, we bought that when they were three and four. We still have it. Um, and it's been a great bike. Uh, they absolutely love their bikes and it comes in some cool colors. So so I'll go ahead and link the bike that we have for them. Now, before you start, there are important things to know and make sure are all figured out before you even get your kid on the bike. Uh, one of the things is making sure that their helmet is properly fitted. When it comes to this, there are certain measurements and things you wanna look out for and just certain details. Um, I'll go ahead and reference the article that I referred to because that would be a lot to cover in this video. The other thing you wanna make sure is fitted correctly is their bike, um, that it is at a comfortable height they can comfortably get to the pedals and everything is just you know exactly the way that they need it to ensure success because if these things are not properly fitted it could be very unsafe so again I will link the two articles that I referred to when trying to just make sure that their helmet was properly fitted as well as that their bike was the right height and the right fit for their for their body the other thing you want to make sure you do before you start this process is to go over the safety rules for riding a bike. So one, it's always important to wear a helmet, no helmet, no bike. Um, you want to make sure that you fit them in uh, bright clothes so that they're easily seen. You want to talk about the importance of being aware of cars. If you want to assume and you want to teach them to assume that the cars can't see them so they want they need to be mindful of the cars to be mindful of them pulling in and out of driveways the importance of staying close the importance of stopping at intersections and crosswalks and getting off your bike to walk it across the street like all of those really important safety rules you definitely want to make sure that you go over those before they even get on the bike make sure that they understand them have them repeat them um, another one is to keep it fun and light number one rule other than safety is to have fun um, so try to keep your demeanor positive and light we're gonna talk about you know some other concrete tips on managing your own anxiety but you just want to just be mindful of your expectations and try to keep them low uh, try not to put too much pressure on them to learn this in a certain amount of time or in a certain amount of way um, so that they can just focus on having fun and learning in their own time. All right, let's get into the fun stuff. This is a step-by-step -step breakdown of how we taught our daughter how to ride a bike. Uh, one, you wanna practice, uh, if you can, in an open area like a parking lot or a tennis court or just like an open trail that has a lot of space. I mean, <laughs> I don't know about you, but I remember when I was trying to learn how to ride, uh, drive a car, uh, my mom took me to an open parking lot <laughs> so the same thing is kind of true just try to be mindful of the space and make sure that there's not too many distractions cars and other things so that they can just focus on what they're trying to learn and then step one is to remove the pedals so you basically are creating a balance bike 
uh, if you don't have one already. Um, and so you remove the pedals and you just have them uh, walk their bike and get used to balancing on a bike because at least for my girls before this they didn't have experience with this because they always had their training wheels so this is an important first step is just getting them used to balancing on a bike walking um, walking it to and from right um, and then the second step is to uh, then introduce the idea that we're gonna start coasting coasting basically means that they put their their legs up you can start with just one leg up and have one leg down or you could do both legs up which is what we did um, just kind of depending on where your child's at and where their comfort level is but basically after they've gotten used to balancing on the bike then the next step is to put their legs up and just um, practice balancing without leg support um, and you can turn this into a fun game you can say you know I'm gonna time you let's see how long you can coast uh, one two three four nice let's see if you can top that record let's see if you can go past four seconds yay you did it six seconds Ooh, let's try to see if we can get to ten seconds now of course you know read their cues <laughs> again don't put too much pressure on them but it but kids love a fun game and so my daughter got really into that trying to top her score trying to just um see how many seconds she can do um that gave her some good feedback of where she was at so when they can start to balance on their bike and coast for a good length of time let's say around 10 15 seconds and they're feeling they're looking and feeling more confident in their ability to balance without leg support then you want to move to putting the pedals back on uh, the bike and practicing uh, first you want to practice and teach them about the brakes that's really important <laughs> before they start pedaling teach them about the brakes and how to use them uh, where they are and have them practice that and then you want to start introducing the idea of pedaling now what we did when we put the uh, when we put the pedals back on is we went into an open grass field so that um if and when really when she fell because that you know they're gonna fall um it was a little bit softer of a landing um and that just made me feel a little bit less anxious but so we started in the grass and then we gradually worked our way up as she was pedaling more and more and more we worked our way up to the concrete now during this process where they are learning to pedal be mindful <laughs> of your push your urge to hold on to the handlebars for them and help them uh, because this will interfere with their learning I know it's hard um, I know there's a lot of anxiety that happens but just know as the more you hold on to them um, the the longer it's gonna take for them to learn and feel confident in their own abilities so with that being said let's dive into some tips on managing anxiety First question that comes up is, well, how do I help my child feel less anxious? How do I help them be confident? Now, this goes back to what I mentioned earlier in the episode that you really wanna make sure your child is ready mentally for this. You don't want this to be your idea only and you're kind of forcing this onto them. You want them to have some level of excite excitement and interest and motivation to learn this skill. So that's tip number one. But also normalize, you know, that they are 
are gonna fall you know if they ask like what if I fall and I'm so scared it's like yes you're gonna fall um, let's practice falling before we practice writing which I I love that concept right that let's normalize it's gonna happen and and you're gonna be okay you're gonna be able to get back up when you're ready and that's just the process of learning right that it takes a lot of mistakes and ups and downs before we really learn something and that's okay that means you're on the right track actually one of the books that we got before my daughter learned how to ride a bike was the book the magical yet and it actually depicts the main character learning how to ride a bike and falling multiple times and just the the magic of yet right I don't know how to ride a bike yet I'm gonna keep practicing and it, it's a, such a cute book it talks about how we all have this magical yet um, that helps us keep going when we are in the face of adversity and making mistakes and trying to learn new things um, so definitely get that book because it is a beautiful book I love it and it just really helped normalize failure right normalize mistakes normalize falling and just instill that confidence that it's okay if they fall they will fall so let's practice that so you can get on the grass and just practice falling um, and praise them for their their bravery and their courage while also you want to balance all of this while also normalizing it is scary to learn a new skill I feel a little anxious when I'm trying to learn something new um, so definitely validate those feelings you don't want to be dismissive of them um, but then you can shore up their confidence with some of that work about um, you know the magical yet <laughs> and failure and making mistakes and that it is all okay and par for the course the other thing that helped my daughter feel more confident is we put her in some armor <laughs> so we uh, she has knee pads and elbow pads so that you know if she does fall not if I keep saying if no when she falls you know she's a little bit more padded um, she's a little bit more protected that can help them feel more confident um, again opting for grass versus pavement letting go of the handlebars okay you don't want to be holding on to the handlebars because now you could be passing on your own anxiety to them where they're like oh why can't I ride it on myself do I need my my mom or my dad with me uh, what's going on you know it just kind of can feed into their uncertainty so don't hold on to the handlebars I was guilty of that <laughs> in the beginning and I was like okay Jasmine you have got to let go you have got to let go so let's talk about our own anxiety speaking of which when teaching our child how to ride a bike or even just any kind of wheels right it's this anxiety provoking so I'm a huge fan of mantras because they really challenge our negative self-talk because commonly our anxiety stems from us being like they're gonna fall and they're gonna get so hurt and they're not safe and this is not okay I'm putting them in danger I'm so scared of X Y and Z right we have all of these negative thoughts uh, based on you know what's the worst possible outcome that can happen and so really just being mindful of your of your self-talk and trying to use mantras to turn that around and basically what you're turning it around to is that this is okay if they fall they will be okay right they will be able to cope I will be able to cope we will get through this so you can remind yourself through things like they are safe it's okay to fall they will survive the fall 
uh, falling is a part of the learning process. This is how they are learning. They are learning when they are falling. Uh, they will be okay. I will be okay. This is good for them. This is good that they're learning this new skill. They're going to feel so confident and accomplished and I'm going to feel so proud of myself as the parent for helping them learn this huge skill. Uh, they can do this. I can do this. We can do this. So just being mindful of your self-talk, trying your best to turn that around, turn your perspective around can be huge. Also, another common question is like, well, I find myself yelling like, be careful. I know it's not helpful. I know it's not directive. I know it doesn't give them any kind of guidance, but that's my fallback phrase when I am feeling anxious. And so what are some things I can say instead, which I love this question. Um, and so some of the things you can say are kind of exploratory questions like, do you feel steady on this? Um, and also teaching them, you know, where your eyes go, your bike goes. So teaching them, like, if you're turning around to look behind you, your bike is going to turn too. So make sure that you stop your bike if you need to turn around kind of thing. Uh, keep your eyes straight on the road so that you don't crash. So basically using the opportunity to kind of just teach them, educate them before they get into those situations uh, uh also teaching them about brakes and you can use your brakes to slow down if you feel like they're going too fast or you can say really directly please use your brakes to slow down um so that you know if you, if you feel like they're going too fast or they're getting too far you're getting too far away another thing i'll say is you know stop at that red car and then they'll see the red car and they're like okay stop you can also say freeze you know practice the freeze uh and go kind of game beforehand and then use that language while they are riding their bike um those have been helpful also just pointing out things. Notice the hill is coming. Notice this is happening. Notice the car over there. Just kind of helping them notice their surroundings to help you and them feel safe. Also uh, saying things like, you know, I'm here if you need me, things like that. Just to kind of be more directive, more educational, and just prompting them to be aware of their surroundings can be more helpful language than be careful. <laughs> now the last thing I will say about managing anxiety is sometimes we have to recognize if we are just not the right teacher <laughs> if we are just not the right teacher for our child just due to our anxiety and that's what ultimately happened with me I was like this is too much I am now passing on my anxiety to her my husband is right here he's a natural born athlete <laughs> he has way less fear when it comes to wheels and just sports and all that um and so i need to pass the baton here i need to sit this one out um <laughs> i need to cheer from the sidelines and not be an active teacher because this is just not my ministry and that's okay right we don't have to be responsible for teaching our child everything and i think it's wonderful when other family members can get involved in this process so recognize when you need to pass the baton and maybe you need to sit this one out or maybe just that day you need to go sit down somewhere because what we don't want to do is pass on our anxiety to our kids um, because then that's just going to hinder their learning process and that's going to make them feel less confident in themselves and second guess themselves and just yeah it's a perfect storm so uh, I hope that this was helpful and you kind of deciding and figuring out, you know, uh, when to start this process and some important things to keep in mind as you teach your child this new skill, which is so exciting. Um, and again, don't forget to take my free two minute parenting style quiz to find out your unique 
parenting style as well as get some tailored tips on how to increase cooperation as well as connection with your child. To take the quiz, you can go to themompsychologist.com forward slash quiz. That's all I got for you guys today. I will see you in the next one. Bye.